Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Lewis Clareburn winning the 400 individual medley in a Commonwealth Games record time of 4 minutes and 8 seconds. He's been on the cusp. He's come so close. He was third in that event four years ago in the Gold Coast. He backed it up with a bronze medal at the World Championships. Disappointing by his own standards in Tokyo last year. That time that he set this morning would have comfortably won him a medal last year in Tokyo. He carries the hopes of a nation, I guess, in two years' time when New Zealand looked to try and win an Olympic medal. The first one since Daniel Loder won in 1996. But also Cameron Gray, an 18-year-old from Auckland, winning a bronze in the 50 butterfly. To talk about this and also to sort of preview what is still to come in the pool at the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham is former national swim coach Mark Bone. Afternoon to you, Marcus. Good afternoon. Nice to hear from you. Uh, Lewis Clearbird, I mean, you've had a lot to do with him. You keep in touch with him. Uh, you offer him some advice, almost sort of mentor him at times. Uh, boy, a meteoric rise. He took everybody by surprise four years ago with that bronze medal, but he's kicked on. And what a, a wonderful moment for New Zealand this morning. Yeah, I thought it was a really impressive swim this morning because he just went out from the start and dominated over four different disciplines, the butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke and freestyle. And, you know, to be fair to Lewis, every time he stepped up on the international stage, apart from the finals at the Olympics uh, last year, he actually has performed. And last year was a blip, uh, definitely at the Olympics. But prior to that, he had a great heat swim and every other international event he's really performed. So I think he's got the big metal, big ticker inside. And he's able to go on, I think, from where he is right now and to continue to improve. Although having said that, internationally, uh, we have noticed a definite improvement in the 400 medley uh, worldwide. Although in this case, uh, in the Commonwealth Games, you know, he's had a tremendous Commonwealth Games, breaking that uh, Commonwealth record by 2.3 seconds. Yeah, uh, Mark, I mean, um, yeah, half the battle with a lot of athletes is the top two inches, is just being able to deal with the occasion. And, um, you know, that it's so often in training, it's sort of from the shoulders down. But when you get to an Olympic Games, Commonwealth Games, it is all about the shoulders up. What is it about his personality? Why do you think he has that ability to get up on the big occasions in the finals? I, I don't think you can coach that per se. and It's got to come from within. And he's one of those people that actually is, is able to do that. Look, he's got the right attributes. He's tall. He thinks a, a lot about the sport, but he also enjoys himself. He, he loves social media, uh, loves posting on Instagram, and, and obviously has a lot of fun with his teammates. And his teammates really enjoy his company. He's come from a very humble background. You know, parents have never been able to actually travel with him and see him swim internationally. And this is the first time that they've actually done that, that they've uh, put a lot of money together to be able to do it. And that, from a, 
um, athlete perspective, and you only had to see him during the uh, after the walk around from the victory ceremony. Uh, he went up and you know walked up into the top to see his parents straight away and to acknowledge that they have actually put a huge investment into him because it hasn't a cheap sport. And so, you know, he's rewarding them and he's also rewarding himself and his teammates and his country. Mm. Uh, Mark, look, I'm known for the occasional cliche I throw out there. My, the line I love the most is the marathon, 20 miles of hope, six miles of truth. And I love to apply that theory across a lot of sports. But when you look at the 400 IM, it's 200 metres of hope and then it's 100 metres of truth. That third 100, the breaststroke, how important and why? Are really imperative because it's um, it use every one of these disciplines uses different muscle groups, and breaststroke is such a unique stroke. And if you can turn your feet out, um, and what we call hyperflexion, um, the it gives you such a big advantage. And you have to be able to do a very very competent breaststroke leg. Look, Lewis has worked on his breaststroke, and he went a time of one eleven point six in the 100 breaststroke. I would love to see him bring that to a 110, and if he can get it under a 110, that is absolutely going to put him up there to be able to medal at the Olympics. Mm. Yeah, I don't know two ways about that. That'll guarantee it. Yeah, and Mark, it was only, what, about 10, 12 years ago? It might have even been, or even, you know, few, one of the great barriers in swimming for a long time was an individual athlete breaking one minute for 100 breaststrokes. So when you're swimming 110 off the back of having done a full-on 100 butterfly and a full 100 backstroke. It just puts that in context, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, this is an event also. Look, it's interesting. Mark Treffis won this event in 1974 for New Zealand at the Commonwealth Games. And I, I know for a fact that he's actually trying to make contact with Lewis. He lives over in Australia now, Mark Treffis. But having won that event in 1974 in those Christchurch Commonwealth Games, he's trying to make contact with Lewis to congratulate him because he was really impressed with the swim. And I know he still follows the New Zealand team. Mm -hmm. Why? I mean, you've talked about turning the feet out, but why is it the breaststroke is so much harder to find incremental improvement in, say, the butterfly, the backstroke and the freestyle? It's a unique stroke. It's um, you know it's different to all of the other disciplines of, of uh, where you know your feet are pointed in butterfly, backstroke, and freestyle. You turn your feet out. They walk differently. They uh, have to think differently. Also, it's very hard to get pool space to swim a lot of breaststroke because most of our training conditions uh, for our competitive swimmers are so congested in the pools and consequently doing breaststroke. I, I think that's one of the reasons why we truly don't have a lot of great breaststroke is, it, is that we just don't dominate uh, or, or give enough time and pull space to the breaststrokers where they have to be doing uh, breaststroke kick over and over and over. And it's the slowest of all of the three, uh, four disciplines. And we just don't give enough time to it. Now, Gary Hollywood is coached down there in Wellington, who you know well. So how do you train a 400 IM swimmer? Do you spend equal time on each stroke? How would you set up a swim program for a medley swimmer? Well, what Gary has definitely done is an outstanding job, by the way. Um, I want to put it out there. I, I think that you know the relationship that um, Lewis has with Gary is phenomenal because you've got to remember that Lewis has had offers from all over the world uh, coaches throughout the world have actually recognised the talent that this young man has and they want to get their hands on him. But Lewis has been loyal 
to the end and, and will maintain that loyalty, I'm sure. So what you have to do in your training is actually work a lot of butterfly first and foremost because butterfly is a very taxing event and it's the first of the disciplines. And so Lewis actually has a really good butterfly. You know, he went through the first 157, and he's also a 200 butterfly. So he's swimming the 200 butterfly at these Commonwealth Games. Uh, but you have to do a lot of butterfly training because it sets yourself up for then the, the exuberance of the backstroke. He's a fluent backstroker, but obviously they needed to do work on the breaststroke, and they identified that uh, post the Olympics. And I think that, that you know this is where Lewis has had that big improvement. I mean, he brought his time down from he uh, went to four oh nine at the Olympics, but he's brought it down to four oh eight now. So you know the improvement has been in the breaststroke. Mm-hmm. And the other side of it, of course, is the technical side of it, and that is the turns. Yeah, absolutely. Look, the turns are really important. Uh, Lewis looks strong throughout this uh, 400 medley. And if you'd had a bit more competition, it would have been interesting to see how much more he would have been able to pull out because, you know, he just was clearly ahead. Uh, I thought he had a just an average dive, looked uh, very competent as he built over the first 50 of the, the 100 butterfly, turned first at the, at the 50 mark in the fly, and just built it from there. And from then on, he dominated. So he led at the end of the first mm-hmm. link, but he didn't have a first good 20 metres. He needs to work on that again, and that'll be just a, you know, they'll go back and look at the dive and how do I get a little bit more efficient off it because he's tall enough. He's strong enough and he should be able to do that. Can I also suggest, though, and I've always been a little bit, scratch my head a little bit, that heading often into Olympics and Commonwealth Games that our athletes don't compete enough, too many training camps. They've had the World Championships prior to these Commonwealth Games. Is that now the blueprint going forward? How much did that benefit our swimmers? Or how much did that benefit Lewis having those World Championships prior to this? 100%. We do not. We do not compete enough. We do not have enough active competitions that are uh, strong enough competitions to be able to excel our athletes. And they need to be rubbing shoulders. Look, you've got, look at the domination of Australia. And it's only a, a step across the ditch to be able to go and either train with them for a period of time or set up training camps over there for a short period of time or to compete against them in some of their meets. Unfortunately, we still have these big, long, drawn-out meets that take all day here in New Zealand, and we're asking these really elite athletes to sit around all day and you know twiddle their thumbs just to compete occasionally, whereas it's not like that internationally, and we definitely need to compete more often. World Championships was fantastic for Lewis. He went to 4.10 there, so he's gone two seconds uh, faster at these Commonwealth Games than what he did just a, you know, a month or so ago. But at the same time, the World Championships, Lewis went into that. Uh, Prior to it, he had COVID. He also had dysentery over there. So, you know, he had all sorts of issues. Um, And and consequently, there was always this, uh, I guess, question mark around any athlete that when they have COVID late in the piece, and he definitely has had COVID late in the piece, it uh, is a worry for them because it takes a long time for elite athletes to recover from COVID. It's a um, big benefit if these elite athletes caught COVID back in March, April. Mm, OK, let's talk about the other surprise. Cameron Gray picking up a bronze in the 50 fly, uh, qualified seventh fastest for that final. Before we look at it, uh, that's a relatively new event on the programme, the 50 fly? Look, it's not on the Commonwealth Games programme. It's um, 
It's uh, definitely in the World Championships. They brought the 50s in. Uh, you, always the 50 freestyle has been on the international program. But they brought the 50 butterfly backstroke and breaststroke into the World Championships and, and of course, the Commonwealth Games. And now, so look at uh, power event. And Cameron Gray is only 18 years of age. He's a big, uh, big lad. But I, I, this kid is just coming from strength to strength. And I was a tremendous swim. It was all about the touch, and he got a lucky touch, a really lucky touch. But you make your luck uh, out there on the outside lanes. But it was a tremendous result and a New Zealand record. And a New Zealand record is, has stood for a long, long time. So when you say touch, so you're saying that he got that stroke in and then basically just got that glide perfect into the wall. Yeah, he he finished on a full stroke, and so he nailed it at the very end. And, I mean, swimming comes down to the finer details of a hundredth of a second about how you finish your race. And there was events there today where it was uh, some athletes were beaten on the touch. And I would have suggest to you that the person who was fourth with a time of 23.28, where uh, Cameron went 23.27, was beaten on that touch. So you have to look at it and put it in that perspective. So Cameron had a fantastic 50 fly. Uh, he looks really strong. And only at 18, the 50 butterfly is dominated by athletes that are 27, 28, you know, the much stronger, bigger physically. Is, and uh, so Cameron's got a big future. Is it going to be part of the Olympic program? I think eventually it will, yeah. So, so if it's not going to be part of Paris, where does he go? What what what? Where do you see him? 18 years of age, I mean, the natural progression is he'd probably go a little bit longer. Oh, 100 free. 100 free, 100 fly. Uh, this kid's got talent. Uh, you know, Andrew McMillan is doing a great job with him. He's brought him through their program. And as I said, he's only 18 years of age. So, you know, he'll extend out to the 100 butterfly and the 100 freestyle. He's, uh, he's really class. Okay. And he's just got to sap up this atmosphere of the Commonwealth Games. Mark Bone, former National Swim Coach, is my guest on the programme. You're listening to SENZ. It is 14 minutes after four. OK, Mark, so what are you looking forward to the most in the next few days in the pool? Look, you know, just the, this New Zealand team has just got to uh, continue the momentum. I think the best of it is now finished, um, uh, unfortunately. And, and I think, you know, you're going to have a look at the likes of Lewis still. He's going to have the 200 medley, 200 butterfly. Not as good in those events, but he will still, I think, uh, has the potential to medal in it. Erica Fairweather swam a very, very good 200 freestyle in an event that I do not believe for one moment that she's built for uh, because, you know, she's not tall and lean like all the 200 freestylers are, and she had a very, very good swim. So expect something from her in the 400 freestyle. What, what did she um, swim for that 200, mate? 157. Wow, okay, yep. So, you know, she's getting there. Her speed is good, and, uh, you know, she's just going to go on from there. So I'd expect something from there. It was, you know, you've got to look at this New Zealand team. Unfortunately, they're not entering any relays. Um, they haven't entered one relay. And when I look at the program, I go, I'm not sure if that's quite the way they should have done this, but that was the call that they've done. But I think it's also, I like the fact that the Commonwealth Games integrates our para-athletes into the program. Whereas the, uh, the Olympic Games, it's a completely separate event. Not all the para 
um, events occur at the Commonwealth Games, so you have to select them. And it was, you know, I just think that people like Sophie Pascoe will add a huge amount to that team, just with her. Um, I guess with her longevity in the sport, she is a real team person and she enjoys the atmosphere of others. And, you know, she's um, just, you know, I think just going to be a big benefit to the team. Mm, But I would still be looking at Cameron Gray in that 100 fly. I I just think, uh, you know, if he can put something together, this could be special. Yeah, Mark Payne, lovely to have you on the programme. I imagine a lot of early mornings for you. Yeah, look, it's it's not easy watching, is it? Late at night and then first thing in the morning. We're, I mean, we're we're still used to these early mornings, but you know, you're trying to fit everything else in your day into it, and uh, it's it's tough watching, but it's great watching. And you know, I, I just love the the fact that you can see it. I must say, I personally, from a perspective of watching it now from the sidelines, um, I, I just I'm not sure if the sport is doing it right in terms of how they do their medal ceremonies and things. You know, with uh, I think you lose momentum. You you yeah. see a medal ceremony, and then the athletes walk the whole concourse around. And I just think, you know, from a, a lay perspective, if you're not as passionate as what some of us are, and and you know, we're absolutely passionate about the sport, you'll stay there and watch that. But if you're just a, a person looking at sport per se, you'll glance at that and go, "Oh, I've had enough of that," and you'll flip channels. Whereas I think that you've got to maintain, you've got to get this going quicker, and that's what the public yeah. are wanting nowadays. Oh, look, I've been in that situation as a commentator. We've had to do numerous medal ceremonies, and I don't disagree. Um, and I do think that yeah, 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 you've got to keep people engaged, don't you? But it's a hard one because you also want the athlete to have their moment. You know, it's a life-changing moment for them. Do their lap of honour. Um, but yeah, don't disagree, Mark. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, you want public to get behind this board. And yes, you're right. Don't ever take anything away from them, their, their moment in the sun. But when they're standing on the dais, that's their moment in the sun. And some of the sports, that's all you see is you see them on the dais and then they move on to the next event, uh, whatever that may be in different sports. And, you know, that's uh, that's the way it goes. I'd like to see that in swimming myself. I, I think walking right around the concourse of the pool, uh, taking photo shots all the way through is is really not something that we should be doing anymore. Mark Bone, lovely to have you. Personal point of view. No, absolutely. Lovely to have you on the programme, Mark. Thank you. Pleasure. There you go, 18 minutes after four, former National Swim coach Mark Bone. Yeah, wonderful performance there from Cameron Gray and, of course, Lewis Clairbert. No, I didn't have any doubts that he wouldn't win this, to be honest. Um, But, you know, it's another step up to the Olympics, and I'll say this. um, I think the Commonwealth Games provide uh, a great sense of nationalism. I think... They come at the right time of the year with winter, and I think particularly this year. But unless you're sort of a Dick Taylor moment, very few Commonwealth Games gold medals are really true, true legacy events. They just, yeah, we're Olympic Games. They are genuine legacy events, and you're ultimately measured by what you do at the Olympic Games. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.